This is the Two Lights Podcast. Join me, Robert Nicolato, and my wife, Crystal Nicolato, as we explore the words and principles of the truth that illuminate the direction and the steps on the path of life. Well, good morning, sweetie. Good morning. Well, here's something for us to think about today. This is from Job chapter 32, verses 18 through 20. Mm-hmm. For I am full of matter, the spirit within me constraineth. Behold, my belly is as a wine which has no vet. It is ready to burst like new bottles. I will speak that I may be refreshed, and I will open my lips and answer. What's going on there? Uh, he's talking about talking in a response to God. He, uh, this is this is Elihu. So this is actually Elihu. If you're not familiar with Job, what, what, if someone had never come up to this book, the book of Job in the Bible, what would they need to know about the book of Job? Uh, that Job was more righteous than any man on the face of the earth. Mm-hmm. And he had been blessed by God in his physical life. Yeah. With riches and loss of children and success. Yep. And Satan goes to God and tells God that if he is allowed to tempt Job, Job would deny God because the only reason Job loves God is because God's given him good things. Right. So God gives Satan the ability to tempt Job. He's just not allowed to kill him. Right. And so uh, Satan puts Job through various hideous temptations and uses people around him like his wife and his friends to encourage him to curse God. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and and Job is kind of like the quintessential suffering... Human being. Yeah, and and just like... So Job doesn't even... He does not know where this is coming from. Right. As, As if anyone didn't deserve, quote unquote... What was happening to him? It was Job. It was Job, yeah. He, all his children were killed. In a day. His, his family had turned from him. His, he, had, he was famous. He was rich. And all these things within days, it seems, even hours, um, was taken away from him. And so at, at this point in the book, um, all... Th- three of Job's friends who came to comfort him and basically accused him of sin have stopped talking. Mm -hmm. And then there's this random fourth guy, Mm -hmm. Elihu. And what he's saying here is, I've listened to all all your friends, I've listened to you, and I've really, really got something to say here. Mm -hmm. But the way he says it really stood out to me because I've been thinking about the idea of Spirit, mm-hmm. uh, just like as a concept as it runs through the Bible. So, with that in mind, let me read that one more time. And so, this is again, this is Job 23, verses 18 through 20. He says, For I am full of matter, the spirit within me constraineth me. Behold, my belly is as wine which hath no vent and is ready to burst like new bottles. I will speak, and I will be refreshed. I will open my lips and answer. 
What's the what's the the bottles idea? So th- this is an important part of what he's saying. Mm-hmm. They would put wine in wine skins. Oh yeah, Jesus talks about that. Right, and you have to vent the new wine, or it'll explode. It'll burst the bottles like kombucha. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, any kind of fer- fermented anything. Right. Depending on how much sugar content there is in it, we'll if you explode. keep that turkey capped, and it's well, like um, your sourdough bread, yeah, when it overflows, yeah, yeah, it'll build up those carbon dioxide bubbles, and it will uh, it'll burst. I've had um, bottles explode, right? Glass bottles. Um, yeah, I remember that was so bad to clean up. <laughs> yeah. So, but you see, is you see the imagery there? He's like, I've got something to say, right? And it's got that type of combustibility, yeah. And but he uses his belly as kind of, and I, I can't, I agree with that. You know how we normally think of thoughts as being just our minds, mm-hmm. but he's actually connecting the thought to the belly. Mm-hmm. And and that, I recognize that feeling when you've got something that is kind of penned up inside of you. It's not like, sometimes it's penned up in your head, so to speak. But sometimes it's not your head. It's further in than that. It almost feels like it's your belly. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I was, just, I was thinking about his, his use of this idea and and how he portrayed it in conjunction with the spirit mm-hmm. and that the spirit that word spirit being used there is actually the same word used earlier in Job what happened to Job's children they died they did do you know how do you remember how no they were at a party for the oldest son it oh, was yeah. his son's birthday mm-hmm. a wind smote the Four corners of the building is what it says, uh-huh. and they were all killed. Mm-hmm. The same word for spirit is that word for wind. It says a strong wind smote the four corners of the, of the building. Mm-hmm. And so when Elihu says, you know, the spirit within me constraineth me, it's like his spirit is moving him. He's like, he can't hold it in. Right. It's like a wine bottle. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's this thing building up inside of him. Right. And he's not going to feel right until it comes out. Right. Does that remind you of anything? I mean, just in your day to day. Well, we, we see it in our kids, don't we? Like, T- Valentina steals Solace's stuffed kitty right you know there it's just like you see this explosive type of they can't help themselves right but i i think what elihu is saying here it even goes deeper than that it's it's almost it's it's spiritual mm-hmm. and did jesus say something like that to nicodemus you must be born again oh the wind blows wherever it goes and you can't. You don't know where it comes from, but you can feel the effects. But right. You can't see it. Right. Well, he and he and what is he talking about there? Too? The spirit. The spirit. And so, 
that that's that little thread there of the spirit. I've been trying to kind of sift that out. Right. So I don't know. That was just some thoughts that I was having, and I thought that was so interesting that you see this wind idea and this because the connection between the physical body and the wind. What is this word? You know, spirit. Mm-hmm. We use it so much, like the Holy Spirit, and it's like. It's this is all connected in some way, right? How is it all connected? I'm not saying that I've got an answer, right? Um, I just thought it was really interesting. Yeah. Do you have any thoughts about that? Uh, I was thinking of this verse, but I'll have to look it up. Go for it. Because I was um, thinking of the word constrain, because it's what it says in that uh, passage, you know. Oh yeah. Uh, I was saying, for the love of Christ constraineth us. Oh, right. I don't remember where that is, but I'll, I'll find it. That's in Second Corinthians five, fourteen. For the love of Christ constraineth us, because we thus judge that if one died for all, then we're all dead, and that he died for all, that they which live should not henceforth live unto themselves, but unto him which died for them and rose again. Mm. So I was just thinking about the word um, constrain. Mm-hmm. So what does that say? This says the Spirit constrains him? Yeah, it says, uh, the Spirit within me constraineth me. Okay. And this just says, the love of Christ constraineth us. Yeah. Yeah, it's almost like it's got it's got you penned. Uh-huh. It's got you f- forcibly contained into a path. Right. And that the Spirit is the, is the invisible mover. Right. Of, of, in this case, Elihu's comments. Right. It's like he can't help it. It's going to come out. It's, it's constraining him to move in a direction. Well, that reminds me of that video we watched last night at Bible study. Mm. Where the guy answered the man who was asking about how to read the Bible. Explain that. Um, so last night we were watching this video at Bible study about this guy from the University of South Carolina football team uh, from 2007, that time frame. Yeah. And he was trying to witness to the team, and it was going really poorly. And they, you know, didn't go to Bible studies. They didn't go to prayer meetings, and he didn't know what to do. And he was really discouraged because no one came to yeah. anything he tried. Yeah. So then he got 100 Bibles to pass out to the team yeah. for Christmas, and he put a note in each of them, and he went into the locker room to see if the people had gotten the Bibles and how the response was, and he found them in the trash can and all ripped up and thrown around everywhere. And so he left feeling really discouraged. But then he had a friend, remember, who came late to the locker room yeah, and um, saw it all too and was just like, oh, man, a bummer. Yeah, And he said that he believed in God, but it had been a long time since he had witnessed or you know been faithful in reading his bible and yeah he said he was getting ready to leave the locker room because he thought nobody else was in there yeah and he heard somebody say how do i read this thing oh right and he said he felt that he described it almost just like that like this pulling like i had to go answer this question from my teammate that i didn't know was in there right so he was gonna leave yep but he felt constrained yeah like like a pull yeah and that's what he said. I belong in there right. answering that question. Right. Yeah. That's so true. Yeah, that would be constraineth. Right. Totally. Yeah. Right. 
And and can you even see how that would be the correct usage of his spirit constraineth him? Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like Right, because it says in Romans eight, our spirit testifies with God's spirit, or is that in John? I actually don't remember. Our spirit testifies with God's about. spirit that we are God's children. That might that might actually be first John. Um that sounds like Romans Go actually. Revelation. I'll look that up. Romans eight sixteen. Ah. For his spirit joins with our spirit to affirm that we are God's children. That was Romans? Yeah, Romans eight sixteen. Eight sixteen. So his spirit joins with our spirit to affirm that we are God's children. Hmm. The Spirit Himself bears witness. Yes. Yep, that's the that's the verse I'm more familiar with. Huh. Such an interesting idea. You know, it's like what 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 makes us, you know, right. do what we do. Yeah, the Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually something that's really interesting that Dr. Jordan Peterson touches on every now and then, where he he talks about kind of the reasons why we do things, but he talks about it from a psychological perspective. Right. But every now and then he touches on the metaphysical, where it's like there's an acknowledgement of that constraining idea. It's like, you know, Compelling. one of them is like, you know, do, do you have an idea, or does the idea have you? Right. Yeah, and he's so, he's all about acting according to conscience. Yeah, yeah. It was probably what he would refer it to. Right. And and that's how the world would refer to the spirit, because... Right. It... Because what is your conscience? Right. Conscience. You know, how do you even quantify that? Right, and I think there's some com- confusion as to whether the Holy Spirit works in people who are lost at all. Well, right, because it says the Holy Spirit is a seal guaranteeing our inheritance. Right. And that's one working. Right. And that the Holy Spirit indwells believers. Right. Yeah. Maybe you could help me out with this, but there's a verse where it talks about how the Spirit, His job is to convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of something else. Judgment? Could be. I think that's First John, right? Uh, uh, Thessalonians, I'm pretty sure. Mm. Let's see who's right. <laughs> John 16, 8. Oh! Yep, let's see. When the Spirit comes, He will prove the world to be in the wrong about sin and righteousness and judgment. Yes. So, He's proving to the world with His constraining abilities... And you can see that that falls into the same category of this idea of conscience, where it's like, they know Mm -hmm. something's wrong with what I'm doing. And Dr. Peterson is always appealing to that. Right. That that little thing that is telling you, hey, I am going against my own, if you will, DNA. Right. And Which he, is so interesting, though, because then he would be appealing that people are basically good, and they need to act according to the innate goodness. Right, but he, but at the same time, he acknowledges the evil part. Right. So there, yeah, there's a bit of a conflict, I think. Right. Maybe for him, 
But although he he's very clear, right, and not clear at the same time, <laughs> right. So, in does kind of depend on the context as to what he's talking about. But yeah, the conscience idea, the spirit idea, just a lot to think about. I suppose. Any other thoughts? I don't think so. Okay. Well, I think we'll go with that. Sounds good. You have been listening to the Two Lights Podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please give us a five-star rating. If you did not enjoy this podcast, feel free not to give us any rating at all. We would like to keep our rating up at five if we can. Tell your friends and don't forget to subscribe. And from the Nicolato house to yours, we thank you. Thank you.